<laughs> hey, yo, I'm just fucking around with you there. How the bloody hell are ya? It's the Average Man Podcast, episode number 181. That is razor sharp. And you best believe your boys razor sharp on a Sunday morning this morning. How the bloody hell are all you average men and women out there, mate? I'm hoping you're feeling good. I'm hoping you're vibing. I'm hoping you can't hear the aircon too loud in the background there. Because it sounds quite loud to me. We're going to have to live with that because she's a little bit warm. So, um, look, man, we're here. We're doing the damn thing. And um, it's a little bit of an exciting week for me, to be honest. Because this is our last last week in Perth, man. The last podcast I'm doing from the, from the side of the road in Perth here. We're heading off on Thursday this week, man. And I'm... Um, Pretty bloody stoked about it, eh? We've finally got the car sorted, but believe me when I tell you, we had to fight for it this week, man. We had some dramas getting shit sorted. You know, last week I was saying that I'm pretty happy with the car and the van were. We had a few little things to tidy up, stereo and the remap of the, the Ranger. And, you know, two things that should have been quite simple just ended up being a bit of a headache, man. But we, we friggin' got there in the end, man. So... Well, where do I start? This, this, the dramas I had with the stereo, right? Um, couldn't couldn't tie the second camera into it, and it never really worked very well. So I went to Albert's Car Stereo in Joondalup, who've been around for years, man, and and spoke to these guys and was like, told them what was going on, what I wanted to do, and they, you know, told me the unit I needed to put in there. It was all going to work perfectly. It was going to be, you know, mint. All all sounded very very easy and straightforward. Um, so I dropped the car off to him on Wednesday morning, went to pick it up Wednesday afternoon, go out the front, open the door, let's go have a look at this new stereo, let's check out this camera, open up the car door, and the cables for the camera, the camera on the back of the caravan, are just hanging out um, from the bottom of the, from, from the dash, underneath the dash, like where I'd left them when I gave them the car. And I was like, well, hang on, man, how come those cables aren't connected? And the guy goes, this is the fellow who sold me the unit who I spoke to about what I wanted to do, who I took out to the car and showed him the cables and the adapter and had a conversation about with, with about all this stu- sort of stuff. Show him, and I show him the cables hanging out and I go, how come, what, what's going on there? He goes, oh yeah, we don't know what camera you got so we can't hook that up without the caravan here. I'm like, well that's not the conversation we had man like you said you just needed an adapter and it would be all sweet he goes oh yeah no we, we can't hook it up without the caravan here because we could hook it up wrong and fry your camera and just feed me all this bullshit you know could fry your camera and you know we don't have that adapter in house and this and that i'm thinking okay why didn't we have this discussion beforehand and i would have just brought the caravan in today if that's the case and he couldn't you know didn't have a good good answer and I said okay so I'll bring the caravan back on Friday then because I had shit booked on the Thursday bring the caravan back on Friday then and you guys will sort it the camera get it all working oh yeah yeah absolutely mate we'll, we'll just get a connector for it and we'll hook that up and it'll be it'll be easy we'll get it sorted okay no worries you guys jump in the car I'll run you through this stereo hop in we start running through the stereo and immediately immediately things just weren't working properly on it like the climate control display wasn't coming up on the screen and then when it did it looked really shitty and then he was trying to show me how to go into the settings and change things around couldn't figure that out didn't know what buttons to press and it just it just didn't seem like it was working very well so we drove around the back of the shop for the installer to show me a few things and he was a real 
fucking just arrogant little prick, just like a 50-year-old man who looked like he just spends his, his time drinking beer and playing video games and doing fuck all with his life and just has a bad attitude and just no care factor. And he comes and hops in and shows me like how it works and it's like, okay, so it does kind of work, it's just kind of shit. But all right, let's just get this caravan back here on Friday, get the, camp, caravan, the, 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 the camera hooked up and we'll go from there. And I drive off. And on the way home, things start not working properly and the reverse camera for the ute stops stops kicking in and the climate control display wasn't popping up and the next day I'm driving and the Bluetooth just drops out on it and I'm just thinking, this is, this is shit. It's a shit stereo and it doesn't work properly and I don't have a camera hooked in. Like, I'm not happy with it, man. So I went and did what I had to do on Thursday, which we'll come back to in a sec. They're getting the remap done. And then and then I took it back on Friday morning, caravan all hooked up, drive, you know, it's like we're living in the caravan. I'm parked up on a property where it takes me, you know, 50 minutes to, to set the thing up because of, I'm up on the, you know, it's not on a flat block and shit. Kick the kids and wife out of the van in the morning, hook it all up, drive there into Joonalup, leave it with them. I'm going to go over to Joonalup and do some shit and then I'll come back in an hour and see how he's going. Come back. And it's not finished and he's not having any luck and he's walking around swearing and cursing. This is the installer. Fucking this and oh, for fuck's sake. And oh, for fucking man, man. I'm just thinking, well, this is a professional outfit, isn't it? Um, okay, I'll come, I'll go away and come back and give you a bit more time. Went back over Joonal up, came back. He goes, we've got the stereo working. Yeah, it's all stereo's all working great. It's just the, just the camera. We, we haven't got the camera hooked up. And I'm like... Okay, so what do we need to hook it up? Because we need this adapter that we, we don't have. You need a special adapter and you have to buy it from this shop or that shop. And I'm like, that wasn't the fucking conversation, man. Like, you, this, is, this is why I brought it here. So you guys would do this and hook it up and you said that you could. But I'm like, this is Friday afternoon by this point or late Friday morning. And I'm like, Monday's a public holiday. I'm driving out Thursday. I've got two days left. I've got Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday next week to get this sorted if it doesn't get sorted today. I just, I need this to work. So I'm like, all right, I'll go for a drive, play with this stereo and make sure it actually works as advertised. And I'll go hunt this cable down. I'm driving around using the stereo, calling all these different shops, caravan repair shops, car stereo shops, auto electrical shops. No one's got this fucking cable, this, this adapter. And then someone puts me on to this guy's car sound, who were a car stereo company like 200 metres from Albert's where I'd been, right? And okay, I'll go see these guys. He goes, they'll have it on the shelf, man. They're really knowledgeable. They're, they're, you know, those guys are really great. I've dealt with them before. All right, no worries. I spin around the corner, pull up, go walk in. Walk in the shop and just straight away, there was two guys there that were friendly, looked like they knew what they were doing, looked professional, shop looked a lot nicer. And I was like, they go, how are you going? I said, oh, I'm feeling a little bit like I went to the wrong car installer, to be honest with you. And they go, what happened and I was like gave them a quick rundown and then they're like alright come out and show us the show us the stereo show us what's going on so I walk out to the car hop in he looks at it and he goes oh that that's a piece of shit he goes that's the entry level Kenwood we don't sell those we don't stock them on the shelf because they're shit he goes it won't work for your car because it's only got one camera input and blah blah and starts rattling off all these specs and shit I'm just like well this is what I asked Albert's around the corner man he's like oh man Albert's dodgy he goes I'm like fuck he's like I said, well, I went there because they had a, you know, they've been around for years. Everyone knows them. They had a good reputation and stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all used to work there. And then, like, they had some problems with management and the ownership and stopped paying us properly and, you know, had all this drama with, you know, sales and this and that. And we all left. And Raj, one of the guys in the shops, started this shop and we all came and worked for him. And I was like, fucking hell. 
this is where I needed to be from the beginning. Okay, you come in the shop, I'll show you what you need. Tracks me in the shop, shows me a display setup of the car of the stereo that I need, and it runs this system called Maestro, which interfaces with the stereo and the Ford factory settings. You know, the computer in the Ford, so it all works seamlessly as it should, and it just, it just knew what he was fucking talking about. And I'm just hearing dollar signs as he's talking, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, can you give me a quote? He gives me a quote. It's a thousand bucks more than I just paid around the corner for this piece of shit. That doesn't work. I'm like, all right, let me go deal with this guy around the corner, see if I can get my st- this stereo pulled out, mine put back in, and my money back because, you know, I'm not happy. So I, I call old mate and said, look, man, I'm not happy with this the install. It's glitching out. Things aren't working properly. This is happening. That's happening. The climate control is not showing up properly. When it does, it uses the camera input to come on the screen. It looks all low resolution. When I was reversing my car onto the caravan this morning, I couldn't really see the tow hitch properly because the low res screen on here. A car brought it into you because I needed a second camera input for my caravan camera. And now I'm left with a lower quality stereo than I had and no second camera input. He's like, yeah, 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 I understand. I said, I just want it taken out, my stereo put back in. And my money back. He's like, yeah, 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 fair enough. We can do that. I was like, all right, cool, because I've been very patient, but I'm at the end of my tether, man, and I'm getting quite stressed. He's like, no, no, I can tell, man. It's, it's fair enough. We'll, we'll sort that for you. I was like, great. All right, now I've got to go see when these other guys can fit me in. Anyway, a bit of fucking around, back and forwards, um, wheeling and dealing, and these guys said they'll pull the stereo out for me. I'll go take it back, give it to Alberts around the corner, and they can fit me in and do the install fucking right then and there that day. So I called Alberts, told him, these guys are going to pull the stereo out. I'll give it to you, all the components, in a box. You don't have to spend any more man hours on it. I want my money back. They'll install a new fucking stereo that works. And he was a bit like, you know, didn't like that. But, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. And that's what we fucking did. They took it out. I took it to him. He gave me my fucking money back. Tried to fuck around a little bit, do a bank transfer instead of putting the money back on my card. Sorted that out with him. He did the righty. Money back on the card. And here's your fucking stereo. Walk away. The other guys have got my vehicle and van right now, hooking it up as we speak. They took him about four hours, got it all fucking sorted, and it just works properly, man. It's the proper... It's what I needed from the beginning. I don't know. You know, I never asked for a cheap and nasty fucking setup. I just asked for it to work right. And, and they just couldn't... They couldn't deliver that, man, and it was very frustrating. It took me, you know, two days essentially to get it sorted, a bit of stress. But it was pretty good that my old wheeling and dealing skills from work came back into play because just sometimes you just have to stick with a problem, man. you just got to keep on the phone to people. you got to keep talking to people. you got to keep hashing out options. you just got to stay with it, not get overwhelmed, not let it get on top of you, not give up and just fucking keep hounding people until you get a, a result. I made the mistake of paying for it on the first day when I shouldn't have given him any money until it worked properly and then it would have been a bit a bit more straightforward but I'm lucky they didn't try and play hardball and they just they knew they'd fucked up and clearly they fuck a lot of jobs up because there was no there was no pushback and they just paid me my money back and fucking we moved on with our lives. They lost a fucking day's labour or whatever for for a guy in the shop. Very fucking stress stressful mate but I'm glad I got that fucking sorted. And then the other sort of, it wasn't that big a deal, but the, 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 the remap I got done, I drove all the way to Myrie, which is like an hour drive through traffic and shit. On the Thursday morning, my dad followed me in to bring me home, walk into the shop, and there's just some kids in there, you know? I'm like, fuck, I was hoping to see the mechanic or the guy who's going to do the, the tune on my car so I could speak to someone who knows what they're talking about and, you know, fill me in on exactly what they're going to do. 
walk in there, there's some kid, and he's like, oh, I don't have you booked in, man. What, what's, what car have you got? What's this? Uh, who did you book through? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. These guys didn't even have me in the fucking system, man. He goes, well, we can fit you in. It's all good. No problems. I'm just like, yeah, right. I said, well, can I speak to the guy who's doing the tune? Oh, he's not in until 9 o'clock. Okay. All right, well, I'll call back at 9 o'clock. Feeling a little bit apprehensive about it, you know. Call back at 9 o'clock. Speak to the dude who's going to do the tune. And he knows what he's talking about. He runs me through it, tells me what they're going to do. Yeah, I want it for towing, this, that. He runs all the ratios and numbers with me. And I'm like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. I, I feel like I'm in good hands here. We, we can we can relax. I said, I'll call you later to see when it's coming off the dyno so I can come pick it up because it's, you know, cause I ha- it's a hot, an hour hike for me back in here. So I'd like to get a head start on it instead of just coming here at the end of the day. Call them up at 2.30. They go, yeah, it's nearly done, man. It'll be like off the dyno at 3.15, 3.30 the latest. So you can head in now if you want and come get it. Sweet, no worries. We'll do that. Jump on the freeway, head in, get there, quarter to four. And then end up just standing around for an hour and a half, man. They just, like, I'm sitting out the front waiting, going in. Hey, is the car ready? Oh, it'll be off the dyno soon, man. They're on the dyno. It'll be another 15 minutes or so. It'll be here shortly. Go sit out the front for a bit longer, walk back in half an hour. Like, hey, man, where's what going on with my car? Oh, yeah, it's just on the dyno, man. They're nearly finished. You'll be here soon, eh? It won't be long here. Yeah, we'll get sorted. Walk in another fucking 15 minutes later. Come on, man. It's like an hour and 15 minutes now. Ended up being an hour and a half of me just sitting out fucking front on the curb in the, in the sun waiting for my fucking car. It's like, why did you tell me to come in at 3.30 when I wasn't ready till fucking after five, man? Like, what are we doing here? So, got the car. All sweet, got the print out, drives a lot better, very happy with the results. But just like, what is the deal with fucking customer service these days, man? It just doesn't exist, you know? Like, where's the communication? Where's the give a fuck factor? Like, these people are taking your money off you. You're in the, you're at their mercy once they've got your vehicle and you just feel like no one gives a fuck, man. And it can be quite fucking stressful. There's no ownership, you know? And from someone like me who's very much... You know about customer service delivery, delivering what you say you're going to deliver. You know, t- you know, communication, ownership of things, and fuck ups, and and the situation, all that sort of shit's very important to me in my, in, you know, in my line of work. And just to not have that when you're the customer is fucking very frustrating, man. Very, very frustrating. But you know, we stuck in there, battled it out, and and, and got through it in the end. So, you know, long story short, cars sorted, but fucking hell, I had to fight for it, man. I had to fight for it. And, and, you know, it's been a stressful week. The missus has been very, very crook this week. She's sort of just starting to come good yesterday, sort of this morning, but she's been, like, bedridden, super ill on two different courses of antibiotics, and she was coming off, you know, like a medication that was fucking with her, and, and, and she was having withdrawals from that, and, 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 like, quit vaping at the same time, so withdrawals from that. So she had a fucking rough week. I really felt for her, man. So she's been, you know incapacitated trying to juggle this shit trying to sort the kids out lucky my my mum stepped in and did the homeschooling for us this week she's a, she's a teacher um you know so that was we wouldn't have been able to do you know, they wouldn't have done much schooling otherwise it was just a bit of a write-off of a week in the end so very stressful one glad to get it out of the way and then thought go out last night and, and treat me and the missus to a date night and and you know, a bit of adult time without the kids and and sort of celebrate getting through that that week 
So we'd, we'd heard reviews about this fire restaurant in Connolly. It's like he's some English fucking Michelin star chef who's fucking trained with Gordon Ramsay and he's like a meat-only restaurant. And this is the guy that if you live in Perth, you might have heard about it. Got attacked by the vegans. So apparently he had some vegan person come to the restaurant, wanted some vegetable-only meal cooked. They accommodated this person. Then the person went and gave him a scathing review online and he's basically said, fuck you, don't come back to the restaurant then. And then all the vegans started like, she came out the front of the restaurant, or some vegan came out the front of the restaurant with a stereo, playing pig squealing sounds while people were eating, and then vegans started ringing up and booking the restaurant out, not turning up, and sort of fucked them over like that. And, um, you know, he's now got like hashtag no vegan merch on his that he sells, and they got their website really well set out. They got all these scathing reviews from vegans on the website, which if you're a meat eater is actually like a, you know, that's actually a good promotional tool. So it's quite funny. I liked the way it was all set up and the story I'd heard. Apparently, really good meat and all this. And I was like, let's let's go do it. Get some fucking nice steak or whatever the hell they got there. And this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. So we went out there last night, me and the missus, and. I gotta be honest with you, man. It was so average. I mean, I know I'm the average man, but this was even more average than me. I'm the average man that does like good cuisine. I do like good atmosphere, and as a builder, I certainly like places to look professional. And this was none of those things. It looked like you were at your mate's house who bodged up his own patio as an entertaining area and got cashies done from his friends on the weekend and shit and they'd painted it themselves and there was no theme it was just like the inside didn't flow to the outside there was no no you couldn't tell what kind of theme they were going for they had timber stud work that you could see from the inside that was painted bright like highlighter green on a black background and they had white fairy lights all around outside and blue fairy lights around the around the walls on the inside and yeah, I mean, it was just shit house. It looked shit house, to be honest with you. You know, for me, as again, as a builder and someone that cares about design and stuff, just not a fucking, just not one iota of professionalism or, or even sort of consistency throughout the whole joint. Went to the toilet, there's a big bin in front of the sink, so you got to lean over the bin to wash your hands. And I'm just looking around. It, it, it was just shit, man. And, you know, that's fine. Okay, whatever. You got a shit decor. Can you cook though? Um, I mean, we travelled to go there. We had all these reviews. You pay, you know, decent money to eat there, and really, the menu was a dead giveaway when it just came out. Just a fucking A4 piece of paper printed off. Um, the you know, it was just an A4 piece of paper, um, and the menu was like pretty much pub food. You know, lamb shank, beef cheek. One steak on there, um, some barramundi. Um, the on entree was you either get the scallops, the squid rings, the, the the crispy chicken, or one other fucking thing. It's like I, I literally I've, I've eaten out at pubs, you know, every week, once a week since I've been down here. You get pub food at pubs, and that's fine. If you go to a pub, that's what you're after: have a beer and, and a fucking you know a pub steak or whatever some fucking squid rings and, and it was just pub food and I was like okay but maybe he like cooks it really well because he's this guy and you've heard of Gordon Ramsay trained and he's fucking you know the meat man and like so he like nails these fucking tr- traditional pub meals 
Nah, man, pretty average. Tasted like packet sauce all over the fucking beef cheeks and the steak. The crispy chicken were four small pieces of crispy chicken for fucking 20 bucks or something as your entree. The steak was shit. I cook a better steak. I cook a fucking better steak with my fucking eyes closed with four other things going on in the kitchen. It was shit. It was shit. It was fucking shit. Fire is shit. Um, I was so disappointed, man. It was funny. We were just laughing about it, you know, because it was like, Look at the decor here And look at this fucking pub food And all these fucking reviews And this fucking I was like I, I wanted this to be good I'm on your side I wanted you to win here I wanted this to be fucking killer And it just was so shit And so fucking average man And it's just like I would have just gone Five minutes down the road To the fucking local pub Spent 50 bucks less And walked home And got the same fucking meal <laughs> But Man, the dude needs to up his game in every fucking, every level. So, you know, that was a, it was fun just to get away from the kids and have a good chat. My wife was feeling better, you know, so it was good to see her in spirits. We had a laugh about it. So it was worth it, but, you know, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it's fucking shit house. You know, man, I'm no food critique, but I do expect a certain level of, Food and service, because service was just fucking all over the place. We had four different waitresses coming up to us, all dealing with us at the same time. So they're coming up and asking the same question four times. Do you like to order drinks yet? Oh, yeah, yes, thanks. Sometimes comes up. Do you like to order drinks yet? Oh, we just did, thanks. Hey, have you guys seen the drinks menu? Yeah, no, it's on the way, thanks. Would you like to order entrees? Yeah, sure. Actually, they said, would you like to order yet? I said, yeah, we'll just order some entrees while we keep looking at the main menu. She goes, oh, no, no, the chef only likes you to order both together. So I'll come back when you're ready. And just turns around and walks off. And I was like... The chef only likes you to order both at the same well, give. I don't give a fuck what the chef wants to do. Oh, I want to order entrees now and then my fucking mains once we've had a look. Like, what the fuck, man? So that arrogance kind of was coming through straight out the gate and that pissed me off. And then, man, it was just average. It was just average. So, you know, fine if it's that's what you're expecting and that's what you're after. I don't think you should be paying what you pay there. But, um... Not that it's super expensive, but it's just pub grub, man. So, you know, disappointing. Fucking disappointing. And the fucking decor, jeez. But anyway, man, that was our last eating out meal in uh, in Perth. So next stop, Margaret River. So hopefully we can do a little better down there. Not that we'll really be eating out much once we get down there, mate. We'll be on a bit of a budget. Bit of a budget, maybe a pub meal once every week or two. So we'll see how we go. Just some special nights or something. Um, what else is going on, man? I um, I actually found out that I um, so I got that vasectomy done last week. Then I did some blood tests, and he was wanting to go through my blood work and stuff. And um, he he's going to prescribe me TRT, which is fucking great. Um, but when they were looking at my medication that my blood levels apparently I got an under underactive thyroid so he's looking to see what what the go is there if I've got high two higher levels of estrogen or something and apparently you know I may need to take a something that that blocks estrogen or something in your body if that's the case and I was like oh I was a bit upset by that. I've done a follow-up blood test to see if there's if it was something else or but you know everything else was perfect except apparently I got a, an underactive thyroid and I was like took that personally i've always prided myself on being out of tick you know when there's underlying medical conditions and do you take any other medications on those forms you get i've always been able to just tick no or no 
And now there's a possibility I might have to take a medication, man, like a thyroid or, yeah, a thyroid medication or an estrogen blocker or something like that. And he's, yeah, so I, I don't know. He'll see what the, come, the, the result is come through here. But I was like, oh, fucking hell, man. I'd like to be – I'd like not being on on um, medication. But, um, yeah, it will be good to, to get prescribed the, the TRT and get the testosterone levels all pumped up and be um, – um, yeah, to be – fucking cooking on all cylinders you know what i mean so we'll see how we go there um but yeah it was funny the cholesterol my cholesterol was like which was the same last time i got a blood test my cholesterol was on the higher side of acceptable so it's acceptable it's not high but it's on the higher part of the acceptable sort of scale and he was fine with that the last doctor i said was like Oh, you know, you might need to stop eating so much red meat and look at eating more vegetables and this and that, and that pissed me off. I was like, the, 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 I feel like the cholesterol debate is is not is not black and white, and it's it's oversimplified quite often. And I really feel like doctors need to get on the same page because there's so much conflicting information out there about it. You know, it's like. Um, it depends where you talk to and what you read and, and, and stuff, but it, it seems like the the current science seems to be leading towards saying that really your dietary intake doesn't have a huge impact on your body's cholesterol levels. It's it's your liver makes more than you ingest anyway. It's more about um, your genetics, you know. But then there's some people saying, well, there is certain things like trans fat that can affect your your, your, your body's cholesterol level. So there's, there's a lot of ambiguity there. But certainly you can't just go to someone, you need to stop eating red meat and eat more vegetables because they've got not high cholesterol on the higher side of acceptable cholesterol. And it's like, okay. And also the other thing in this that doesn't get discussed is the nuance of it. Like both my cholesterol levels are as high as each other, which means I have e- even amount of good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. And when you read into it, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. So even if your cholesterol is higher, as long as they're even, the good cholesterol cancels out the bad cholesterol, keeps it in check. If you've got one high, the LDL high and your HDL low, that's when you start thinking things are out of whack. So it's just like, it's, it's very oversimplified. And doctors will just tell people this and, and then tell them they need to go get on a statin. And it's like, man... Um, you know, or tell them to stop eating butter and stop eating eggs and stop eating this and stuff. That's not actually fucking true. That doesn't actually matter. That doesn't help. And then you get people going eating margarine and low fat this and low fat that. And it's it's so nineteen nineties, man. Like and the doctors seem to not have caught up with that yet. I, I just honestly think doctors need to stay out of nutrition altogether. They don't know what they're fucking talking about. They're not professionals on it. It's such a nuanced, personalized, you know science around dietetics and nutrition that they just don't have the fucking skills to be able to tell you reliable information i've got fucking people i know who've been told to eat margarine it's fucking full of vegetable oils and it's got trans fat in it which is actually worse for your cholesterol and obviously the systematic inflammation from fucking vegetable oil and they're telling you to go eat that it's like no just eat fucking butter you know what i mean you know, there's still the, the doctor, you know, it's it, again, it doesn't seem like there's any problem with cholesterol in your body and eating large amounts of butter. It's more about you will put on fat if you eat large amounts of butter because it's pure fat. For someone like me, it's fine. I use fat for energy. I don't eat, I don't eat carbohydrates. So, except in, you know, uh, fruits and, and some small amounts of vegetables. So, yeah, sure, don't go woofing it down every day if you don't want to get fat, but don't worry about your cholesterol. That debate is, is, is still ongoing, the margarine versus butter debate. Like, I'm, I'm 100% team butter all the way. But, you know, 
don't take my advice on it. Do your own research. I would say don't take my advice, but sure as fuck don't take your doctor's advice either. Don't take, don't take that cunt's advice. You know, do your own research. And this is the thing about the doctors. They, they say this shit so flippantly. Oh, no, we just need to stop eating eggs and what, not eating butter and fucking you know, do this and do that. And then look at the cunt. Is he someone that is in shape? Is he look like he is killing it physically? Because if not, don't listen to him on your health. Ask him to do your bloods and tell you if there's a medication you need and fucking do your prostate check and all that and skin and all that sort of normal shit. But don't ask him, how do I live a healthy lifestyle? If he's not healthy, if he's like some 40-year-old doctor that rides it to work, you know, rides 20Ks fucking every day and he exercises and he, he fucking looks, you know, lean and fit and strong and whatever, he, she, whatever, I'm just using he because I see a male doctor, then yeah, okay, maybe that guy's got some good advice for you. But if it's just some decrepit old fool who's fucking just telling you the same shit he's fucking told people for the last 30 fucking years, you need to question that shit and do your own research. If he says you need to eat margarine instead of butter and cut out the eggs, I mean, I would never listen to a thing that fucking man said again in my life, personally, uh, and I'm pretty fucking healthy. So I think you need to take it into your own fucking hands. Don't listen to me, but don't listen to your fucking doctor on what to eat. And don't just take everything as black and white. These things are nuanced, and the, the, they seem to simplify them just because of the fact that they're nuanced. Cholesterol is a complicated matter. The science is still coming in. It's not what we thought 20, 30 years ago. Some people refuse to change their mind on that. Some people just get an idea in their head, and that is the idea that will be in their head about that thing for the rest of their fucking life. You see it with COVID, people who still think vaccines work because they just thought that two years ago, and now they're never going to change their mind. You see it about... In history, like the age of certain fucking historical buildings and shit, like in Egypt, like people just, nah, it's four and a half thousand years old and they'll never fucking hear another word about it, even though like things change, science changes, the the, the common view evolves and you have to keep up to that, uh, with that and, and change with it or, or you get left behind, but... Some people don't seem capable of doing that. So you got to do it for your fucking self, man. Go read your own fucking, do your own research and then present that to the person who you're talking to and give them, let them know that you've done a bit. Of, and don't just, it's not just called Google search. You can go to like PubMD, you can go to Google Scholar, like where there's actual articles written, you know, peer-reviewed articles. And you can read through the science, the latest science. and, and feel, Or listen to a podcast, listen to someone like fucking Andrew Huberman. Yeah, or Dr. Peter Atia, uh, who, who know what they're talking about. You go through Andrew Huberman's fucking podcast, sc- scroll through and find one that's talking about the thing that you're interested in and listen to a full-blown neuroscientist talk about it for fucking, you know, three hours or whatever. There's people out there who you can get the information from who know more than your fucking six, 70-year-old fucking geriatric fucking doctor from down the local fucking GP's office. You know what I mean? Like, th- these guys are not the be-all and end-all of health. So, just remember that. But the guy I'm seeing, I'm pretty happy with. He's about 50, he's in his 50s, he's a men's health expert. He seems to know, like, all the, the, the current shit. He's very fucking open to to new ideas and, and yeah, I feel comfortable in, in, in his hands. So, we'll see what happens with the TRT thing. We'll see what happens with the thyroid thing, but... He wasn't overly concerned about any of it. He just said it may even just be a bad, bad blood test. We'll get a second blood test, run a few extra tests on there, see if it's this, see if it's that. Bit of problem solving, we'll figure it out and get you sorted. So very fucking happy with the way he, he, he deals with, with, with shit. Um, yeah. It's for, uh, 
I, I don't. I don't mean to uh, r- like rave on, rattle on about some of these things, but I just fucking it just upsets me when people trust certain industries and certain people in their lives, like their fucking doctor, and and they get bad advice, man. Like we just keep seeing it happen over and over and over and over again. I just think you got to think for yourself, man. And I, I see people around me, generally the older population, our parents and you know in laws and things like that, who who just keep who just won't take any new information it's like nate my doctor said this and this is the way i'm gonna fucking do it and you look at him going he's not healthy you're not healthy like this this situation isn't getting better man but people people don't want to hear it you know and i just um unless you're around like-minded people which is i think something i don't really have in my life at the moment um you know the positive power of like-minded people cannot be overstated i don't think and and right now i don't have a community of like-minded people around me you know because i'm probably shouting into the wind sometimes on the podcast but you know, i am trying to cultivate that online you know i don't if i meet them in pre- in person sure i'll spark those friendships and conversations up but there's my life seems to be fairly devoid of those people with like-minded you know, ideas to me at the moment so i am trying to cultivate that in the online space you know trying to find some of those guys and get them on the podcast and have these discussions and stuff um because there's a lot a lot of people in my life that i love and i've had in my life for a long time you know and they're good people they're important people and they're people that that you know i will always have time for and will always care for but they can't be just the core friends in my life that you know i need other people that inspire me and I need people that understand me and I need people that, you know, are like-minded and who are on the same sort of self-improvement sort of goal and who, who, who are picking up the same message that I'm picking up, you know. Um, and I do see those people out there, but again, it seems to be, you know, seems to be like more of an online presence. You know, it, it, it's often like, like I'm an alien when I talk to some people about things that are important to me. You know, when I show people how committed I am and dedicated to my my health and my family's health and it's like they don't they don't get it it's like I me mean, why do you like why don't you have a rest today why don't you just you know, fucking do this why don't you just eat this well you need to settle down and not fucking exercise too hard and i'm like what the fuck kind of advice is that man who why why would you think that's good advice and like you know again there's not typically you know people who are fucking killing it so I just I do I feel like an alien sometimes, and it'd be good to have some like-minded people around me. But it's certainly not you know, something that I really have a lot of access to at the moment. So I'm sort of trying to cultivate that online at the moment because it is important to have those, like I said, people that inspire you and understand you in your life. You know, and there's a handful of them, the blokes you know that I know, guys and girls I know, and you guys know who you are. But again, I'm not I'm not close, like physically close to any of them. You know, I was at, at, at a mate up in Headland, Robbie, who's who's fucking under, who gets it, and he's he's very much, you know, he's got his own thoughts and opinions and things that are important to him. But he's very like-minded in the fact that you know he looks outside of the box and he's always working on himself and always trying to fix things, and he gets it, you know. Um, but you know, again, I've moved from there now. I don't have a lot of other people like that I can I can bounce off. So yeah, definitely need to try and cultivate that and 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 somehow have conversations with those people rather than just sort of online fucking uh, interactions you know um so we'll see we'll see what comes out of that over the next 12 months um but def- i'm definitely excited to be hitting the road this this week man you know um down in the logistics of it we left booking anything too late 
because I wasn't sure if the wife was going to be healthy enough to get moving later in this week. So when I looked at the caravan parks two weeks ago, I, I, there was plenty of room where I wanted to go, yelling up. Now they're all booked out because it's over a weekend when we're going to be pulling up camp. So we've just decided to head straight down to Witchcliff, just past Margaret River, and pull up at our friend's block down there for a week or so and, and base ourselves there, which is great. They've got kids same age as ours and haven't seen them for years. Haven't seen them for you know six, seven years, probably five, yeah, maybe five or six years. So really looking forward to getting down there and seeing some friends and haven't been to that part of the, the, the country for a long time. So it's really excited about starting our journey there. Well, I'm actually starting it at my mate Eli's house. Well, I think I said that last week. We're going all the way to Golden Bay when we leave here on Thursday for the night. Pull up there, break bread and have a beer. Not physically break bread, but break steak and have a beer with, with um, Eli and then get on the road Friday, head down to, to Witchcliff and fucking looking forward to it, man. Really am. Really am. So it's like, it's not just getting out of Perth and seeing these places I haven't seen for a while and catching up with friends. It's that. But it's also the fact that I feel like we're finally we're finally about to jump. You know what I mean? I've been like ready for this next chapter for so long and there was the build up and the saving all the money and putting all the pieces in place and getting the car and the caravan ready and then you know, wrapping things up at work and getting out of Headland. Then we're here. We've been here for a month longer than we thought we would be. We had all these things happen since we've been here. It's been very complicated. It hasn't been a, a holiday, you know. been very busy. A lot of shit going on. And I'm just so ready. Like the anticipation's been building and I'm just so ready for the next chapter, man, you know. Yeah, I've always believed in the saying, if you never do anything out of the ordinary, you can't expect the extraordinary. Well, I am fucking expecting the extraordinary, mate, you know. I, I believe that we've positioned ourselves, you know, f- for great things to present themselves to us and for us to grab by the horns and fucking run with it. We, we're doing things out of the ordinary. We're taking a big risk, you know. It's it's It's... We're fucking throwing caution to the wind and going for it, man, you know, and, and especially with this thing I want to do with the with the podcast and, um, you, you know, I'm, I'm ready to chase it down with two hands, man, and, and, and helping, you know, got the blog going, which is, by the way, go check out the latest um, blog I threw up there. It's, is, uh, uh, it's called The Transgender Agenda, my opinion on the transgender movement at large. Um, which is on my Substack at the moment. Go check that out. Share it. Fucking read it. Yeah, send it to people. Fucking get the word out there. You know, let's just open up the conversations, man. People can disagree with me all they like. That's absolutely fine. But let's just have like another side of the conversation, um, rather than just. And it's not hate speech, man. I'm not a hateful person. I do not hate the fucking transgender community at all. This is just about a bit of a reality check. Um, and a bit of a, an open discussion and I feel like the other side of the discussion is quite often it's only ever in reaction, retaliation, in anger when you hear people talk about, you know, maybe their views against some of the transgender um, movement, you know, LGBTQI, whatever the fucking hell you want to call it, movement. And, and this isn't that. This is a well thought out, you know, uh, opinion that should hopefully, hopefully open up uh, discussions. You know, it's not a reactionary. Um, oh, I fucking had enough of that fucking sort of sort of uh, yeah opinion. That's not what it is. But um, you know, I believe that again, we're we're doing things out, outside of the ordinary, taking a risk, taking a chance. I'm putting the fucking work in. I'm always trying to make content. I'm always taking notes and writing things down. Working on the the Substack, working on the podcast, working on writing you know jokes and things like that. 
working on putting out um, content on Instagram and and and, and soon to be um, YouTube as well, um, little videos of the travels and stuff. So I believe we're putting in the work, man. And I just think that we've we've I one hundred percent believe in what I'm doing. I just I'm, I'm I'm excited to see some extraordinary results come over the next twelve months, man. So you know. I, 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 I've seen I've said before Like I felt like The last couple of years Was like a, my gestation period You know I was in a gestation period In the In the womb You know For my second uh, Run at life You know 40 years old Ready for my second go at things Fresh perspective Fresh goals Bunch of skills In my back pocket You know I built up a lot of skills Ready to put the work in You know I was living in a very Restrictive environment and now that I'm in a more volatile and difficult and perhaps even, you know, financially stressful situation, nothing can be taken for granted. Anything can happen. But I'm I'm ready now to become the person I'm supposed to be in this second second act of my life and ready to start living the life I want for me and my family, you know. And and, and, and already seeing the fruits of that labour as far as spending more time with the family, helping, you know, um, yeah, being there for for my for my wife, being there for my kids, uh, being involved in their education, and showing them, man, like just fucking do the thing you want to do, not the thing you're supposed to do, not the thing you think other people want you to do, not the safe thing. Do the thing you want to do, and I'm already seeing the fruits of that labour with the kids. You know, little things, and I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just ready for us to thrive, man. I really am. So, um, pretty fucking excited about that. I haven't picked a song yet. To close this episode out with But I think I might be able to Do that pretty quickly While I'm sitting here Um Maybe just a Maybe just a little Kid Rock number To go out with Since I've been listening to him On the Joe Rogan podcast Lately What else have I been listening to What's in my search Uh Theory played last week And sure I think I might just go out With some um some Kid Rock If you give me a moment I'll just get it teed up So yeah I'll, I'll go out with, with Kid Rock All Summer Long Which is like a Sample Song that he put together A few years ago Just a good fun track um, No story behind it This time around But um, Yeah man I just Again appreciate everybody's time For, for listening here And And um, I'm looking forward To getting on the road man And you guys To be able to follow along With us And Get involved you know, and see the some of the places we're going, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to to being able to bring that energy to the podcast and to the you know help it help it influence my content and the creation and the vlog and those sorts of things, and just ready to fucking go after it with with fucking both hands, mate. So <clears throat> on that note, we'll go out on a track, and I'll um I'll hear from you guys or you guys will hear from me next weekend from down south Margaret River Witchcliff take it easy guys episode number 181 Razor Sharp over and out peace
Man, I'd love to see that girl again. Man, I'd like to 